Kunis deputies, deputies, welcome. Kunis, welcome to the 33rd Dawn. Let us begin with a prayer. Allow Matty McGrath. full of grants. Kids a cup of tea. Blessed art with fewer women and blessed is the fruit of our scoops. Pray for us winners now and at the hour of our pension. Amen, 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 amen. Deputy Martin. Count Carla, would you come back here and sit with us? You've put our numbers down to 37. That is precisely the number of all Ireland's Kerry has won, so it doesn't sit easy with me going forward. Up the jobs. Up the order. Allow the T-shirt. Sup, Count Carla. On February 9th, the people spoke, and I can humbly declare that we heard loud and clear just how ungrateful they really are. <laughs> After everything I've done, yeah. working hard to become the world's leader most likely to be swiped right on Tinder. Yeah. This afternoon I will attend to the president and pretend to resign my office oh. before spending the afternoon in the gym. <laughs> and it's no coincidence that in the very week I half resign, yeah. Irish men are officially recognised as the ugliest in the world. Yeah. And I can't see Father Martin over there reversing oh. that trend anytime soon. I, I was voted Mr. Inchidani Lodge and Spatel told before. <laughs> Count Corla, I'd like to think I've done the States some service and that when I return in a few weeks in some sort of cushy number like foreign affairs, I can inflict even more. Hello, Deputy Martin. Uh, I have a mandate, Count Corla, to do anything to become Taoiseach, apart from talk to the Shinners. And as a greater statesman than I, as a greater statesman than I, Meatloaf once said, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And I don't know what he was referring to, maybe eating crisps in bed or something. Uh, But no, I won't. Do that. Hello, Jeffrey McDonald. But first of all, is there a bad smell in here, Count Corla? I did have a very heavy lunch. Sorry. Because from where I'm sitting, this whole chamber stinks of mediocrity, patriarchy, of the same old boys' club getting ready to get back into bed with each other. As if, if I had a bag of them, I wouldn't give them one. I would, I would. I'll do it if that's what it takes. Like together, they've wrecked the country and grown rich doing it so they've a moral duty now to let us put them back into power so that they can show us how the gravy train works or else they can go and shove it up their hole there it is Karen Coyle the mask has slipped not a normal party a normal party would appoint a negotiating committee to work really 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 slowly in such a way that nobody is really accountable and then come in here and exchange mild insults but nothing that would stand in the way of future coalition Coyle let me be clear that Finn Aguil is humbly preparing for nothing more than opposition. Yes. Terms and conditions apply. The truth of my word may fall as well as rise. Oh. Election promises are regulated by absolutely nobody. Kyle <laughs> we have the Killarglen pipe band double parked beyond the Median Square. If we don't hurry this whole thing up, I won't be back in Kerry before closing time to pull pints for everyone who can produce a driving license inside the back. On behalf of the hard left, can I remind this house, Kyle that the voters rejected the fat cat, black hat, monsieur, cosy cartel of centre Right, and I'd also like to put on the record how pleased I am that I can't be referred to as Breed Coppinger anymore. Thank you, Deputy Breed Boyd Barrett. Ah, right, we have failed to elect the Taoiseach three times or plan any new laws. But the important thing is that I've been re-elected to a silly money top-up on my TD's meagre wages. So I think that's enough work done for one week. Well done, Deputy. Well done, Deputy. Well done. 
Good evening. The Democratic primary race is heating up like my circuit board in high winds as all eyes turn to the candidates in Nevada. Our Washington correspondent Brian O'Donovan is in Vegas, baby. So far, the Caucasian candidates in these caucuses have campaigned courageously. But who will win to represent the Democratic Party to be defeated by Trump in November? Bernie Sanders is the frontrunner. We gotta move money from the billionaire class to the 99% just like my heart moved all the blockages by going into a rest to distribute the cholesterol evenly. Every heart attack just makes my aorta more socially conscious of the other arteries. And I am so old, my medical records are actual vinyl records. Michael Bloomberg is spending $500 million on his campaign, which sounds impressive until you realize it's the equivalent of you or me spending $500 in Macy's. He was the focus of attacks by Elizabeth Warren. She's the one who sounds like a child putting on an old lady voice. He's a filthy animal who's horrible to women and minorities. We've already got one of those. We don't want another one. Uh, Mr. Bloomberg, do you care to respond? Well, those women just didn't like my jokes, such as, is that a Me Too movement in my pants, or am I just happy to see you? That was a classic. And I tell you, those women couldn't wait to get into my non-disclosure agreements. Then there's Mayor Pete, the Buttigieg without any edge that everyone on the internet under 40 loves to boot. Look at my face. I'm the in-store picture frame model of this campaign. I won my local mayoral race twice with at least a dozen votes, so I am completely qualified to be the next president of the United States, the first beige president. You don't want some rich guy who's just buying the nomination. You want me, who's having the nomination bought for him by some rich guys. The third candidate from the 40s, the 1840s, is Joe Biden. But he's fallen in the polls, and he can't get up. There was a nice African-American kid who picked me up, and I gave him a quarter to go buy himself a cool pop. And that nice young man helped me become the first president to have a black VP. Uh, Sir, you were never a president. That's right, it was the 70s. No, I... How many women did you harass? What? I'm not Mike Bilderberg. No, no, are you not? That's him over there. Ah, sheesh, you all look the same. Donald Trump is the horrible oldest face of wealth and equality and billionaires. And I promise this country I will be the acceptable hometown Midwest face of that wealth and equality. After the debate, Mayor... Bloomberg had strong words with Elizabeth Warren. We don't know exactly what he said, as out of habit, Bloomberg made her sign an NDA. And if that didn't depress you enough, Donald Trump was yelling things at a helicopter. Crazy Bernie's in the lead. The Democrats have lost their minds if they think I'm going to be defeated by the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've survived Mueller impeachment, 360 days of KFC a year, and the E-numbers they spray on my face every morning. So none of these losers are going to beat me. I've tried everything to lose this job, but they keep making me do it. How am I going to do four more years? There's nothing left of America to destroy. Brian O'Donovan, no longer seeking a renewal of my contract in Washington. RT News. It's Nicky Bourne here, taking a break from ramming money into my bank account on the Westlife Tour to ram money into my account on Dancing with the Stars. This year's been one of the best seasons yet, as three storms in a row have knocked broadband off throughout the country, forcing people to turn back on the telly, only to find themselves watching Father Ray. 
A man who's causing more uproar than that time Pat Kenny ripped up the toy show tickets. Well, it's a big step forward in Ireland for the church to be getting hate mail about dancing as opposed to, you know, other things. Last week, we made sure everyone knew how on trend we were by letting Brian Dowling dance with a man. It's just amazing to be part of a show that's as progressive and liberal as this one. Then he was voted off by viewers in Roscommon. <laughs> one of the favourites who's still tapping, Aidan Taggy Fogarty. Ah, you know, like the lads can't believe him. Dancing, dancing, what? It's just something people around here, you know, aren't used to. Like reading books and hugging their parents. But we all know what you're really here for. The judges. Julian, who just loves everything. Jacket, sparkle, box office gold. Father Ray, you are doing your own dance. It's a bit strokey, but I'm trying so hard to be positive for you, darling. Sparkle. And bold boy, Brian. I've dropped soggy tea bags on the floor that showed more rhythm hitting the lino than you, Ray. Oh, behave. He's so nasty. Nasty, nasty, horrid bride, sparkle girl. You are the rhino on the lino, Ray. That's me done for the week. Girl, jacket, sass, who cares? What's the point in judging who's good or bad? People will just vote for whoever's from their county. Well, that's the Irish way. So tune in to Dancing with the Stars Ireland every Sunday until the clocks go forward and you can finally go outdoors again. There will be mortar air on Orler. Sparkle. The 33rd Doll convened on Thursday with the choice of a new Taoiseach top of the agenda. I'm voting for Leo Faradkar. He may have made a hamesy wamesy of health and housing, but he tried his best, and I'll be supporting him for years to come, right up until I knife him in the back. <gasps> I mean, knife him in the backy whack. Adorable. Thank you very much. Leo Varadkar's nomination was seconded by 25 year old Emer Higgins, elected in Dublin mid naivety. deputies. Oh my God, I'm a TD. I can't believe it. Leo Varadkar is just so honest so straight talking he talks so honestly sometimes it hurts him Uh he has done everything for this country equal marriage repeal he has built social housing for everyone Um, the Dublin five in a row internet for all he ended poverty and fixed the RTE player (laughs) I am proud to do exactly whatever is written down for me no matter how unbelievable it sounds Fianna Fáil leader Micheál Martin was nominated by new Kerry TD Norma Foley (laughs) Micheál Martin is a great man, mm. a mighty man uh, with a fine legacy and great legs too from yoga. Uh, mighty. Stop. The number of years he's put into this house. <laughs> sure, if he was a horse, you'd shoot him. Uh, Martin also had the support of independents including Noel Grealish. I will be genuinely supporting <laughs> Michal Martin uh, just in case anyone forgets what kind of party Fianna Fáil really is. Thank uh, you. No. Mary Lou MacDonald received the most votes including this endorsement from Richard Boyband Barrett. Count Carla, I am angrily supporting Mary Lou Macdonald for Taoiseach today. I don't know why I'm being so aggressive. It's just a habit at this stage and this is not a blank cheque of support. After hearing the words blank cheque, a number of Fianna Fáil TDs had to be sedated. Finally, the Green Party nominated Eamon Ryan. When everybody had stopped laughing, it was time for the maiden speeches of the 48 new TDs. Thank you, Count Corgi. It's an honour to be drawing expenses from the public purse every time I come to Dublin. Yes. And also, can I use the Wi-Fi for free? Oh. When do we get the car, Count Corgi? Can I claim for the Supermax oh. I got in Barack Obama Plaza on the way here? Also, I want to hire my 14-year-old son as my parliamentary assistant. Can I bring my granny in now? Is the food free? Where do I put me coat? Can I park in the grass, boss? What time are the Saw Doctors playing? Which two buttons do I press to vote no? Can somebody fob me in on Tuesday week? I've a dint 
slip out. Are you the Deliveroo driver? Cold coggy, I'll have uh, a bathroom sausage, onion, two chips, onion, snack bags, no, a curry burger. chip, curry chip. Why can't we move bags. the dancers, Carmen? How long do we have to be here? I didn't get elected to be coming up to Dublin every week. Like. What time is the Hello and welcome to my podcast, The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Uh, podcasting, bringing you new rising talent like myself. And our thanks to our sponsor, Tesco Finest. And our boil in the bag rice is on special offer this week. Um, a lot to talk about. Uh, it's Six Nations weekend. Ronan O'Gara, second most capped player of all time. Uh, what is your favourite Tesco product? I'm a big fan of their sausages, Eamon. Uh, and remember, there's no sin bin here, Raj. The beauty of podcasts is you can say what you like for as long as you like. Yeah, I like the second captain's one. I never heard of it. I don't have a phone. Didn't you? Now, England on Sunday, Ronan, how do you think it'll go? It's a big challenge, but you know, like the Irish dressing room is immense. Great characters, messers playing tricks, you know. Uh, did anyone play a, uh, a trick on you? I remember once Paul O'Connell said, would you like a Marietta biscuit? And I said, yes. And sure didn't he give me a custard cream? Uh, Wild crack. Uh, really fantastic anecdote, Ronan. Gives you a view of the players at their finest, Tesco finest. Now, my friend Bono was at the uh, Irish training camp this week. Bono's on the line. Bono, uh, what did you say to the players? Hi, sorry I can't come to the phone right now. Yeah. But if you're calling from Ireland, my Ireland, I'm bringing it home. I'm bringing it all back home. Not the money, though, that stays in Amsterdam. Yeah! Fascinating insights, Bono. Leave a message after the... Yeah! Are you planning to go to Twickenham yourself to see the match? I'm sorry. This message inbox is now full. Thank you, Bono. My other guest is John Giles. Yep. John, Roby taking centre stage. Yep. Uh, but what is your view on global warming? Oh, I'm glad you asked that, Eamon. Global warming is one of the great catastrophes of the age there, along with VAR. Oh, can I go now, by the way? I, I only have left the engine running. Fascinating, John. Uh, now, my great friend Roy Keane is on the Late Late Show um, tonight. He, he's on the line. Hello, Roy. Hello. Who's this? How would you get this number? Do you think, Roy, we'll end up with a grand coalition? Not going to introduce yourself. That's great manners. That's great manners, isn't it? Who is this? Or do you think Sinn Féin can cobble together a minority government? I mean, answer the phone because I thought it was a taxi. So just f*** off. Thank you, Roy. Uh, you're listening to The Stand. Uh, John, what can be done about the Middle East? Oh, having a rashes. What are you talking about there anymore, I'm yeah. in there? I, I, I have a rashes myself, John. <laughs> Tesco finest rashes. Well, thank you to my guests today, Ronan O'Gara, John Giles, uh, Bono, Roy Keane, uh, Roy Ari McElroy, who couldn't make it. And of course, thanks to Tesco, Tesco finest. Tesco, Tesco. Don't forget, Chianti's just nine quid a bottle today uh, because every little helps. Brexit trade talks resume this week and with the clock ticking on the transition period, the British negotiating team sprang into action a mere eight weeks after Christmas. Predictably, the first order of business for Chief Negotiator David Frost was to express outrage that the European negotiating position hasn't changed. Well, we are demanding the right to cut tax to chlorinate chicken and castrate foreigners. And in return, we demand free trade for British firms, free movement for British workers and free houses for British gangsters 
on the Costa del Sol. Elsewhere, European Commissioner for Trade Phil Hogan and Foreign Minister Simon Coveney had their own takes. Well, I've seen more reasonable people scrapping outside Supermax in Kilkenny at three o'clock in the morning. It's fantastic. The worse the Brits get, the better I come off. It's like looking at me through the wrong end of a telescope. Up close, I'm the Minister for Irish Water and Property Taxes, but far away, I'm a great European statesman dealing with Brexit, and the expenses are mighty. Well, now Brexit is far ah, from... Ah, oh. Just Simon, I thought you were a long streak of damp on the wall. That was my nickname in school. <laughs> Tony, let me just say that I'm proud of the job I did on Brexit. I bravely stood up against Britain right. by saying whatever Michel Barnier emailed me every morning. And can I ask you about the results of the general election, Thornister? Well, I'm delighted to say that I've turned Fine Gael into a party in my own image. Completely invisible. Jesus. Meanwhile, in London, British Prime Minister and man who always looked like he's just sneezed into his hand, Boris Johnson, took a break from firing ministers and civil servants to drool this. These EU demands are getting out of hand. They've lost their marbles if they think we're going to give the Greeks back the Elgin marbles. We should leave these disagreements where they belong. In the past and in the British Museum. So back off, Dimmy's Roussos. Prime Minister, your new points-based immigration system's been accused of being both too complicated and racist. Well, I've never heard such piffle poffle whiffle waffle in my life. Everyone should be expected to be completely fluent in English when they come into this country. Ipso facto, Tempest Fugit Quavers Tizer. And my point system could be more straightforward. 20 points to speak English, 20 points of a university degree, lose 10 points if the degree isn't from Oxford or Cambridge, divide by two if you're from Africa, and multiply by the number of people in your family with a royal title. Simples. And we even have a route for those less well off. For instance, if you don't have a father who's a lord, we'll still let you in if you're a hottie botty. 20 points. Wow. So there you have it. The UK says it's committed to forming a relationship with the EU, but it looks like it's a Boris Johnson kind of relationship. Get the job done with the lights off, sneak out before morning with whatever valuables are left on the locker, and then never return their calls again. Tony Connolly, RT News. Brussels. Okay, Greens. Hello? Hello? Is there anybody here? Yes. We're here. Here I am. Ouch, you stood on my toe. Ah, That's what you get for wearing sandals. Sandals? Um, What's wrong with going in your bare feet? Oh, how is it dark? Mm -hmm. I thought we put in an energy-saving light bulb. I just switched it on. It will light up eventually. Uh, Has anyone any candles? No, this has to be a carbon-neutral meeting. Oh, that flashing light is giving me a headache. That's my bicycle LED. Anyway, the first thing we've got to do is appoint our Green Party Mm -hmm. spokesman. That's very gendered. You need to woman up, Eamon. We did. Mm? We got NASA in Dublin Central oh. one woman up That's not quite what I meant It's spokespersons Persons is speciesist How about spokes beings? Yes. Does that include microbes? Oh. We must stand for the rights of all living things Yes Are viruses microbes oh. though? Like the coronavirus It's a living thing Maybe we should launch a campaign to save it yeah. I used to love the coronas Until I realised they travelled to gigs in diesel vans <gasps> no. oh. Okay spokes beings Now <clears throat> who wants finance? Um. No the Health? Oh. Um. What about environment? I could do that. I'm a PhD in environmental metaphysics. Twelve years studying environment. Everybody just stop. You all sound the same. And everyone looks the same. Secondary school teachers who buy their jumpers in M&S and listen to jazz playlists on Spotify. How did you know? We need to have distinctive spokesbeings that appeal to ordinary people. Mm. Have we anyone here who's not from South Dublin? Well, I'm actually from Waterford. I come from Limerick. And I'm from Mulhuddard, clearly. But, But you all sound like you're from South Dublin. Except for 
for you, you look a bit different. Hi, Joe Brian Fingal. Maybe a bit too different. What? Joe Fingal <gasps> and a goatee on you. No. Yeah. He's a shinner. Yes. I'm not a shinner. <laughs> what would you put him out gently? No. Come on, Edside. Phew, now, is everyone here? Malcolm is still hitching up from Kilkenny. It's taking him longer because he's only accepting lifts from electric vehicles. Oh, right, we need to decide what we're doing in the vote for Thysha. Yes. And I think you should nominate me. Ah. So that we can make a point about the environment. So we can make me Thysha. What? But we've only 12 votes. Yeah. So all we have to do is arrange 148 abstentions. <laughs> I could be Thysha. Me! What? Oh, I must get to Washington in time for St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Call Greta Thurnberg. Oh. Ask her can we use her boat. What? If I leave tomorrow, I should be there in just in time for the parade. Wow. in 2021. <laughs> we need to fundraise. Let's have a paperless raffle. A paperless raffle? How does that work? Yeah. Everybody makes a moral commitment to contribute and then you all think of a number. Right. And if it's the same number as the one in my head, you win. Right. What do we win? A day of feeling virtuous. But we do that every day anyway. Uh, we yeah. do. Oh, look. Oh. The energy-saving light bulb is finally properly on. Wow. What a good-looking bunch we are. Now I'm joined by Dublin City Council's Deputy Under-Executive for Transport Shenanigans, Connor Clamp. Good morning. Connor, <clears throat> is it true you've proposed to ban parents driving their children to school? Well, Sean, in relation to an adherence of the regulations currently being considered under the white paper to delegalise contiguous transport of school-going minors. Uh, civil service speak, do you want to ban parents driving kids to school? A simple yes or no? Sure. Well, in accordance with the aforementioned consideration... Yes or no? Uh, I... <sighs> Yes. Why ban parents from driving children to school? Well, parents have gotten lazy. They'd rather sit in traffic with their obese kids glued to their screens what? instead of having the children wait for buses that never come or risk their lives dodging traffic on the terrible bike lanes we've designed. So how are these children supposed to get to school safely? Uh, kayak. Pardon? Dublin has a number of navigable rivers and canals. There's no reason children couldn't kayak to school. What? Taking pressure off our footpaths so that cyclists and untreated heroin addicts can use them unmolested. I don't. That's why we're spending 23 million euro on a kayaking facility in the Docklands. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that your chief executive is a transatlantic kayaker and over 60 slalom champion. Pure coincidence. And I believe there's a new plan for the controversial O'Devony Garden site. Yes, we're proposing to use it for a world-class gerbil zoo. What? It'll be a 49 million euro gerbil zoo and will house 250 rare gerbils from all around the world. Fantastic. And I read in Gerbil World magazine that your chief executive is a keen gerbil keeper. Well, I think that's irrelevant. Uh, What is the next stage in the proposed ban on the school run? Well, all our plans go through the same rigorous process. Right. First, we spend millions on consultants, then push out a plan that looks like it was drawn on the back of a beer mat by someone who's never been to Dublin, as, for example, with Bus Connects. Yeah. Then there's years of public uproar. Then we spend millions more tweaking the proposals the tiniest bit and then ram them through the council because the elected councillors don't actually have any power. And dare I ask, uh, what progress are you making on the housing crisis? Ah, now that would be the one area where the councillors do have power. They keep objecting to anything we try to build, but we have a plan. Which is... We're proposing to ban families from staying in emergency accommodation. But that'll mean they'll be out in the street. Exactly, which will force the school children off the footpaths and into kayaks. <sighs> Dublin City Council's Deputy Under-Executive Connor Clamp, I hope I never meet you again. Well, I'm civil service, so no one can get rid of me. Only promote me. Ach. Coming up this week, it's all hands on deck as Francis Brennan heads back to the high seas. 
Come on now, Mary. Don't be jossing there. Come on, come on now, come on. Let's go. Where's the cruise liner, Francis? I'm freezing. Well, now, I know the ship has certainly seen better days, but sure haven't we all? <gasps> it's the trip of a lifetime for one lucky couple celebrating their silver anniversary, and Francis is at their service. Oh, it's nippy up here, isn't it? The wind is flying right up me trousers. <laughs> Oh. Now, Mary and John, yeah. what better way to celebrate your 25th wedding anniversary yes. than being helicopter-winged <laughs> onto an abandoned boat? What's going on? What? I thought we were going on a cruise. Well, you are, sort of. <laughs> I'm frozen. Francis gets all hands on deck on the Ballycotton ghost ship. It's, I mean, look at all this rust. And that's only you, Mary. Oh, this is a nightmare. Please, Francis, let us get home. Now, Tony, we can't get the engine going. No? So let's sew those Francis Brennan luxury bed sheets together and we'll see if we can make a sail. What? It'll be great crack. <laughs> won't it, Mary? No, no, it won't. Oh, look, hailstones. Oh, God. Like Francis, the Ballycotton ghost ship has been gallivanting for years and just shows up whether you like it or not. It's a bit unloved, I'm not going to lie, but nothing a few Francis Brennan collection scatter cushions can't fix. You can buy them online now too. I left this place ship shape in no time. This is the worst anniversary of all time. And to think we could have gone golfing in Tenerife. I should have left you after I had that affair. Ah bless, are we having some marital problems? Look, I leave you alone with this scented candle and those 12 hungry looking rats. <gasps> Bye. <gasps> can Francis stretch this out to 12 episodes and maybe get another book out of it? Now look what I got you for your anniversary. Uh, A silver. I don't care. Stain the steel towel rail from the Francis Brennan collection. Done stores. Oh, God. <laughs> and tune in next week when the Grand Tour goes viral as Francis sails into the sunset on a Korean coronavirus cruise. I'm so sorry, Mary, what? but that mask really doesn't go with your evening dress. Here, but I let's it. take it off. Come no, on, no. give it to me now. No, no. Come on now, no. give it here. No, give it to Francis. No. 14 series of All Hands on Deck with Francis Brennan starts now. Man overboard, says she. Sure, aren't I always overboard, says I. Hello, Michal. The Taoiseach will speak to you now. Uh, tell him I will only speak to him on condition that there are no conditions. Tell him that. Uh, he says he will speak only on condition that there are no conditions. Yeah, well, tell him we're preparing for opposition. Uh, uh, and, uh, oh, just give me the phone, Coveney. Uh, hello, caretaker Taoiseach. Hello, priest. Uh, congratulations on your <laughs> resignation. Congrats on your irrelevance. Uh, let's stop that now. Are we going to talk about the talks or what? I, I have a steering committee now to set up. Uh, Come on. Well, in the national interest, yep. since Fine Gael is the party that made the state, and the absolute state the country's in right now. <laughs> I agree to invite you to exploratory uh, talks. Hold on a second. No, I'm, I'm inviting you now. You're not inviting me. No. You don't send invitations unless it's to some turf munchery thing in that floodplain you call Quark. Uh, come on now, let's be grown up about this. We have to agree a strategy for the talk going forward. Well, I usually clock out of work at half past two. Yeah. So let's say we meet at quarter past two. Uh, well, that's fine by me. And there'll be no leaking to the media. No leaking. No, 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 absolutely not. No. Uh, no, no. Unless it involves a topless photo call at the 40 foot. Out of a goodness sake. And also we'll, we'll tell them that the, the, the talks have been constructive. Constructive, lol. Yeah, yeah. It'll be the only thing constructed in this country for months. Uh, oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that's very good, actually. Quite funny. Uh, in terms now, of... if you'll excuse me, I have to go back to my duties as T-shirt. Uh, like what? 
basically trolling Mary Lou about the row on Twitter <laughs> and lolling at the shinner twits getting a right kick in the balaclavas. <laughs> Better get to it, so Rome wasn't built in a day. And social housing wasn't built at all. Ah, very good. Lol. Very good. T-shout. Mihal uh, Amok. Uh, Shout for now. Slander while you put for a banya. Loser. Ah, uh,